Hello everyone, welcome back to Glop Truth. I am your host, Derek, and oh my word, have we had something that I never... Well, I can't say I never. I, I talked about this. I used to have a YouTube channel, and it used to be dealing with end-time prophecies and how it ties into today's news. Um, I was a minister. I got a privilege to get to see the Dead Sea Scrolls. I got to do a lot of things that God has allowed me to do and see. And Bible prophecy has been one of those things ever since I became a Christian that I've always been interested in. And in that, a lot of people have always pointed out that when Israel became a nation, that that was when the prophetic time clock began to tick down, like nine minutes to midnight. But I've always talked about, uh, in my ministry, I've always discussed, talked about the day that Damascus would become a ruinous heap. And after Damascus, now you have to understand, Damascus, like Jericho, is one of the oldest cities uh, in the world. It's been around for hundreds, not thousands of years, and it's never been a ruinous heap until we did airstrikes in Syria and utterly destroyed Damascus. And it is exactly as it said in the scripture, it became a ruinous heap. Well, as this is transpiring and unfolding right now, the world is on edge because right now the U.S. government has assassinated. There's no other way you could put this. This is uh, Kusa Salamai, master of Iran's uh, intrigue, built a Shiite axis of power in the Middle East. The commander helped uh, direct wars in Iraq, Syria, Lebanon, Yemen. And he became the face of Iran's effort to build a regional block of Shiite power in the Middle East. And for some reason, the general that has led many, many um, wars and has been a strategist for his people in Iran... Uh, was assassinated in Iraq in a airstrike missiles that was given and ordered by President Donald Trump. Well, what does this mean? Mm. What this means is that you just have a hornet's nest that you just put a big old stick in and you stirred it up. There is going to be backlash. He changed the shape of Syrian civil war and tightened Iran's grip on Iraq. Uh, he was building hundreds of American deaths in, he was behind hundred American deaths in Iraq and wave of militant attacks against Israel. And for two decades, he has moved, lit up the uh, communication network and fed the the intelligence of operations that took place in the Middle East. On Friday, Major General Qassam, a powerful, shadowy, 62-year-old spy master at the head of Iran's secret military and also behind Iran's capabilities of getting nuclear weapons, was killed by an American drone strike near Baghdad Airport. 
just as his accommodations or as was shaping uh, the create of the Shiite axis of an influence across the Middle East with Iran at the center, his death now is likely to prove uh, uh, central to all chapters of geopolitical tensions across the region. To understand what is going on, we have to also understand Bible prophecy. When I used to tell people that if Damascus is destroyed and is turned into a ruinous heap, then that would essentially be paving the way for what has also been known as the Ezekiel chapter 38 war, where Russia, Syria, Iran, Israel, and 38 and 39 of the chapters of Ezekiel, it goes into a prophecy against Gog. And in this prophecy, is God is explaining and showing what will happen and how the, the events that will lead up to this point will pave the war of wars that we could never have imagined. Now, I am not telling you this to make you have fear, fear porn, as some people would say. And in doing so, you have to understand that Bible prophecy is not to be something that is feared. Bible prophecy as a believer is something to show us understanding. But we also have to understand, too, that with this happening, Israel will end up going to war. There is no if and buts about it. The question now is when. As this Iranian mourned the death of a general, that is essentially like killing the prime minister of Israel or even killing our secretary of state or even the vice president of the United States as he is over in a foreign country doing what all governments do. They push their agenda. And if all of a sudden Vice President Pence was in Israel and Iran decided to assassinate him, that would be an act of war. And that is exactly what is being chanted in the streets right now. Death to the great white Satan. Destroyer to the, to, uh, the enemy of Allah. I mean, these things are being said. And this is extremely alarming. If tensions were not already bad between Iran and Israel, they just got worsened. Because the intel that we had, where it came from was from Israel. So Israel will be the one in the eyes of the Iranians as the ones that were the one of the forces behind this act uh, to them of terrorism. Even though he has been known to have killed many, many people, many American soldiers, and trust me, people, I do not take this lightly. I have a brother who is in the military, and my whole family has always served our military, and I believe in our military. And I believe this man was not a good man. I do believe he was a very bad man. But I am trying to be, you know, factual in the information that I am giving you. What you also have to understand is that in the West, he has been, uh, he was seen as the candle uh, and the candlestick behind the light of the force behind the Iranian campaign of international terrorism 
he and other Iranian officers were uh, designated or designated as terrorists by the United States of and Israel back in 2011. Now, understand this was under the Obama administration when this came down. So he was already considered through the Obama, President Obama's administration, as being a terrorist cell, a terrorist act, a terrorist organization, and an act, uh, accused of plots to kill the ambassador of Saudi Arabia, one of Iran's chief enemies in the region. And in Washington last year, he was in April, um, he had a list of foreign terrorist groups by the Trump administration. And he was labeled as one of the top, just like we had with Al-Qaeda when we had Osama bin Laden. Uh, at the same time, he was considered a threat, just like to uh, Americans' uh, foreign policy and to America's uh, domestic, that it was showing us that this was needing to be a... a uh, an event that needed to be cold. It needed to be, tensions needed to be, to be in some way. It was the whole reason why we have the Iranian nuclear deal, which President Trump has clearly said time and time again that that was a bad deal and that deal needed to be taken off the table. But in, in Iran, many saw him as a leader, larger than life hero particularly within the secret circles uh, of his Shiite brothers and sisters. He was charismatic. He joined to create an image of a warrior philosopher who became the backbone of the nation's defense against the, a host of enemies that they considered enemies in the Middle East, which America was the top one, along with what they he said was the occupation of Israel. He was close to Iran's supreme leader and on Friday issued a statement which the leader issued a statement calling for three days of public mourning, fierceful revenge, and a declaration that amounted to a threat of retaliation against the United States and Israel. His departure to God does not end his path or his mission is what is being chanted and being said in Iran right now. If that is the case, we would be looking at what is known as the war of Gog and Magog. So let's take a look at the scriptures that I am referring to here. In the 38th chapter of the book of Ezekiel, it says, And the word of the Lord, Jehovah, came unto me, saying, Son of man, set thy face against Gog, against the land of Magog, and the chief prince of Meshach of Tubal, and prophesy against him, and say, Thus says the Lord God, Yehovah Elohim, Behold, I am against the old Gog, the chief prince of the Meshach of Tubal, and I will turn thee back and put hooks into thy jaw and will bring thee forth and all thy armies horsemen and horsemen all of them clothed with all sorts of armor even a great company with bucklers and shields and all of them handling swords Pisha, Ethiopia, Lebanon with them and all of them with the shield and the helmet Gomer, 
and all the hand, uh, the bands of Israel of Togoma of the north quarters and all the bands and many people that with them. Be thou prepared, prepare for thyself, thou and all thy company that are assembled unto thee, and be thou a guard unto them. After many days thou shalt be visited in the latter years, and shall come into the land that is brought back from the sword, and is grafted out of the people and against the mountains of Israel, which have been always waste. But it is brought forth out of the nations, and they shall dwell safely, all of them. And they shall ascend and come like a storm, and thou shalt be like a cloud of cover of the land, and thou and all thy bands and all thy people with thee. Thus says the Lord Jehovah God Elohim. It shall be also come to pass that at that same time things come into the mind, and thou shalt think an evil thought. And in that evil thought. And thou shalt say, I will go up into the land of unwalled villages, and I will go to them that are at rest, that dwell safely, and all of them dwelling without walls, and have neither bars nor gates, to take a spool, and take a prey, and turn thy hand upon the desolate place that are now inhabited, and upon the people that are gathered out of the nations, which, shall, which have gotten cattle and goods, and dwell in the midst of the land. Sheba and Dedan and the merchants of Tarshish and all the young lions thereof shall say unto thee, Art thou come to take a spoil? Hast thou gathered thy company to take a prey, to tarry away silver and gold, to take away cattle and goods, to take a great spoil? Therefore, son of man, prophesy and say unto Gog, Thus says the Lord Jehovah God, Elohim, and that day when my people of Israel dwell safely, shall thou not know it? And thou shalt come from thy place out of the north parts, thou and many people with thee, and all of them riding upon horses, a great company of a mighty army. And thou shalt come up against the people of Israel as a cloud, to cover the land, and it shall be in the latter days, and I will bring thee against my land, with the heathen may know me, and when I shall be sanctified in thee, O God, before their eyes. Thus says the Lord Jehovah God, Elohim, art thou he who I have spoken in old times by my servants, the prophets of Israel, which prophesy in those days many years, and I will bring thee against them. And it shall come to pass at the same time when God shall come against the land of Israel, says the Lord Jehovah God Elohim. Then my fury shall come up in thy face, and in my jealousy, in the fire of my wrath, have I spoken. Surely in that day there shall be great shaking in the land of Israel, so that the fish of the sea and the fowls of the heavens and the beasts of the field and the creeping of things that creep upon the earth and all the men that are upon the face of the earth 
shall shake at my presence, and the mountains shall be thrown down, and steep places shall fall, and every wall shall fall to the ground. And I will call for a sword against him throughout all my mountains, says the Lord God. Every man's sword shall be against his brother. And I will plead against him with pestilence and with blood. And I will rain upon him and upon the bands and upon the many people that are with him. And overflowing rain and great hailstorm fires and brimstone. Thus I will magnify myself and sanctify myself, and I will be known in the eyes of many nations, and they shall know that I am the Lord Jehovah. We have to understand that as this unfolds, and I ask that you please read Ezekiel 38 and 39, but I want to read one phrase, one passage out of Ezekiel 39, verse 8 and 9. Behold, it is come, and it is done, says the Lord Jehovah God Elohim. This is the day, therefore I have spoken. And they have dwelt in the cities of Israel, shall go forth, and shall set on fire and burn the weapons, both the shields and the bucklers and the bows and the arrows and the hand staffs and the spears, and they shall burn them with fire seven years. In other words, this is going to be a war in which people will be screaming and crying out for no more war in the world. So the question could be, is this going to be paving the way for the coming of the Antichrist? I'm not a prophet. I don't claim to be one. But I am a Bible scholar, and I do look at the scriptures, and I do look at the events that are taking place right now before us. And I'm telling you, now more than ever, you need to get your house in order. Because things are going to start moving at a very, very pass, fast pace. As always, pay attention to your surroundings because you never know what lies around the corner. God bless.